Away, you moldy rogue. Away. Welcome back to another fun-filled episode of the Moldy Rogues podcast. Today we shall be enjoying another Seagal or Not Seagal, the game where James decides whether a film really stars the high-kicking assassin or not. And a brand new feature entitled Name That Hardy, where we try to guess the Hardy film from the Hardy quote from our favourite mumbling thespian, other than Steven Seagal, obviously. Let's get on with the show. This is a random film that either will or will not be a Steven Seagal-featured movie. This is a 2005 film called Into the Sun. Mm-hmm. Steven Seagal's character is called Travis Hunter. Mm-hmm. Good start. The synopsis. When the governor of Tokyo is killed in his campaign for election, the former CIA agent, Travis Hunter, is assigned to find the responsible working together with the right, whoever's written this does not know English very well. <laughs> my problem is assigned to find the responsible. Working together with the rookie FBI agent Sean. Yeah, you wouldn't just refer to somebody by their first name in the synopsis. If that makes sense. Travis was also raised... why. I mean, I don't, I don't mean to jump in. Maybe the synopsis will explain this. No. Why is the Tokyo Metropolitan Government getting the FBI to investigate the assassination <laughs> of the mayor of Tokyo? Well, all of this may become apparent. Travis was raised in Japan. He has great connections with the I underworld see. of the streets and is a master underworld in of the streets, not just the streets, <laughs> but the underworld thereof. And is a and presumably the FBI don't need him for a couple of weeks, so he's fine. And is a master in sword and martial arts. Handy. <laughs> trained by a former member of Yakuza. Mm -hmm. Travis discloses that there is a war between the old and traditional members of Yakuza and the new generation leaded by the deranged and sick Kuroda, who has associated to the Chinese Tong mobster Chen in a powerful drug-dealing business. (laughs) Sorry, can you read that sentence again? (laughs) Quite hard to follow. It's about... It was leaded by Kuroda... Right, it's the he, la- he has an alliance with the powerful Tong. What? It's the last time I'm reading it because it's a monstrous sentence. Travis discloses there's a war between the old and traditional members of Yakuza and the new generation leaded by the deranged and sick Kuroda, who has associated to the Chinese Tong mobster mm-hmm. Chen in a powerful drug dealing business. Okay. Literally fingertips clinging on to the meaning of this, but yeah, carry on. Grammatically, it's the Wild West. Um, <laughs> when his fiance Nayoko is brutally and cowardly murdered by one of Kuroda's Who's men, fiance? Not clear. Um, so mission... if it's Taylor's or Kuroda's <laughs> or... Okay, fine. The mission of Travis becomes a personal issue and he seeks revenge. <sighs> So all you need to know is he goes in and kicks the Yakuza's ass. Mm-hmm. Um, plot keywords, funeral, FBI agent, <laughs> CIA agent, 
astronomical object in title. Okay, this to me yep. sounds very much up Cigar's alley because <laughs> it's got revenge. She's former CIA or FBI, or whatever. Yep. It's got Japan. Yep. It's got martial arts, a bit of sword play. It's got, yeah, I mean, it ticks all the boxes. I'll um, give you the tagline and then you'll have to start paying for stuff with your points. But the tagline is only mm-hmm. one man can stop the Yakuza. Doesn't say who it is? Nope. Implying that it's the main character, but not clear. <laughs> so there you go. Um, if you want to pay extra, I'll give you some trivia for a point. <laughs> I will give you one of the best lines of the film, which I found. Is Vinnie Jones in it? Where it is filmed and uh, a review from aintitcool.com, which, as we know, is your go-to mm-hmm. uh, movie review website. I'm reasonably confident on this one. I feel like this Ooh. is Seagull. You want to go full 10 points without um, without uh, any clues? Can you not tell me where it was filmed as part of the... Uh... No, I've, I've changed that. Now, that will cost you a point, so that will it'll be down to nine. All right, I'll pay a point to go for the aintitcool.com review. Okay, aintitcool.com reviews it thusly... <laughs> More competent than we usually get from Seagal's straight-to-video pictures. Okay. I mean, you did just say his uh, name in that, so... Yeah. No, I always use Seagal's name throughout Uh, because I replace usually Dolph Lundgren. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever the actor (laughs) is. Um, I mean, I may look stupid, and I am stupid, but that doesn't mean I'm stupid. I'm going to go for Yes, This Is Seagal because I think the link to Japan, I know Seagull likes a bit of Japan and whatever. So I think that plus the script scream that this is Seagull. Okay, that's locked in. I will tell you it was filmed in Bangkok. Yeah. Right. Another review of it said, Beyond Hollywood, wrote the film could have been good if it had starred anyone other than Seagull. (laughs) Yeah, again, this all looks like Seagull to me. (laughs) Apparently, Seagal's extensive scenes of dialogue felt like padding and did not play to his action hero strengths. The best line in the film that I found on Internet Movie Database was Seagal kills somebody with a playing card and then quips, is this your card? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty right? good. I yeah. mean, the question, how do you kill somebody with a playing card? How sharp is that card as well? Oh, super sharp. He spent all day sharpening it. And I don't think he wouldn't have delivered it in the jaunty way that you did. Well, how would he have done? <laughs> so barely audible. Yeah. The guy would be like, listen, I know I'm dead, but you, yeah. could you, sorry, could you repeat that? What? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that was just a noise, Stephen. What are you on about? Is this your car? Is this your, what? Is, your car? <laughs> is it my car? What do you know? My car's over there. Oh. Is this your Sorry, you've got awful diction. Can you speak up? I thought better than that, Mm. right? He throws the playing card, it kills the henchman, and he says, and I hardly knew the guy. (laughs) In an Irish accent. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I hardly knew the guy. I hardly knew the fella. I hardly knew him at all. It's the first time I've seen him. I hardly knew the fella. Better than that, throws Mm. the card, kills him, and he goes, die, mans. Because it was the diamonds. Was it a diamond, though? 
Otherwise, that would make sense. I've not seen the film. All right. If it, no, was, like, if it was a spade and he threw it, he went, diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't really work. If he threw for high cards, then he could say something like, that's what I call a royal flush. Very good. Yes. But you'd probably have run away after the first couple of cards thrown at him. Yeah. But I thought you could have, I thought he'd be card to kill. <laughs> Again, Irish, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he'd be cards to kill. I think he was born in Dublin, so that will explain that. He throws the card, yeah. kills the guy, and he goes, you can shove David Blaine up your arse. Arse? Would he say arse? I would, I would, no, he's, arse. From, he's from Somerset. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he's from the West Country now. <laughs> shove David Blaine right up your arse. I just got a train from Bristol, and, and you can shove David hey, Blaine I'm on my right way back to Hollywood. Kills him with a card and he says, deal or no deal. That wouldn't, that wouldn't work unless he killed Noel Edmonds. <laughs> but otherwise, I don't think it would work. No, because there's so many things he could have said. He could have yeah. said Blackjack. He could have said... Uh, even Blackjack's better than that. But, yeah, Blackjack doesn't... What does that mean? It's card-related, whatever. <laughs> Is this your card? doesn't make any sense unless you're familiar with magicians. It wasn't a magic show that he killed this guy with a card, was it? They were playing cards. <laughs> so that's why is this your card doesn't work at all. If he was at a magic show and he killed a magician and then went, is this your card? That would be spot on. But in the same film, so he's already done the is this your card pun. He's on a roll. So he goes up to a member of the Yakuza and mm-hmm. he says to him, points to the food that this Yakuza member is eating. He goes, you eat this shit? And the Yakuza guy just looks at him confusedly. And so Seagal stabs him in the throat with the chopsticks. And the pun is, he says, eat your chopsticks. So Steven Seagal just sounds like an absolute dick, to be honest, because that guy didn't do anything to him. He just walked up to a bloke having his lunch. And you eat this shit. And then when he didn't answer him, possibly A, because of the language barrier, or B, because what are you supposed to say to that? I mean, I clearly am eating this, and I don't think it's shit. You know, I think you'll find that our cuisine's been refined over thousands of years. For him then to not get an answer, so I think, right, I'll just stab him with the chopsticks. That's not even fun, though. Eat your chopsticks. You need to get more fiber in your diet. <laughs> A lot of fiber in wood. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of fiber in wood. Yeah. <laughs> Now, if you cast your mind back about three hours ago, we were discussing the film Under the Sun and whether or not it's a Seagal film. You decided it was, but there is extra information that I would have offered you had you needed it. The (laughs) trivia I would have offered for a point is some of the songs on the soundtrack are written and performed by Steven Seagal. Yeah, see, this this is Seagal all over. You sure? If it is not Seagull, yeah, I'm going to be astonished. (laughs) Okay, I can reveal this film, Into the Sun 2005, is a Seagull film. Of course. (laughs) Of course. I was going to say, if it was anybody else, I'd be absolutely astonished. Yeah. I mean, Dolph Lundgren's not going to get his guitar out and uh, write the theme tune, sing the theme tune. Power ballads. Excellent. That sounds like a brilliant film. I want to watch that. Done it again. That is a 100% record of Seagal or not Seagal. I'm good at the Seagal films, I think.
So this is a new feature, because if we need anything, it is new features, mm-hmm. uh, called Name That Hardy. In this, I will play two clips from Tom Hardy films of Tom Hardy doing what Tom Hardy does, which is, you know, shouting unintelligibly, usually. And James will name the film with his extensive, (laughs) completest Hardy knowledge, and Mm -hmm. he will tell us what Tom Hardy just said. Okay. Would you describe yourself as a Tom Hardy completist? I would say that I am something of a connoisseur when it comes to identifying the various different style of noises that Tom Hardy makes in a film. You know, people would say that the gold standard for Tom Hardy, unintelligible, is Bane. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's, that's kind of um, entry level. I think if you look back at his canon of excellent work, um, very, very few films where you can actually understand what he's saying. So this is clip numero uno it's only short American growling versus tell us what's the film and what is he on about box goes a long way toward retirement head down to texas find me a decent piece of land start pissing in the wind all of it i got my head turned inside out jesus yeah them engines down texas way you know they may rob you ain't gonna take your top knot there it I is. Mean, Classic, Hardy. To quote Alan Partridge, sorry, that was just a noise. <laughs> I, well, okay, let's extract what we can from that. Yep. I mean, well, first of all, I have to say hats off to Mr. Hardy for making it to the top of Hollywood um, <laughs> by just garbling, yep. which he does in all his films. Yep. Um, so what we can extract from that is... <laughs> I think he's American. Mm. I don't know if there's any films where he's had a stroke. <laughs> they would be the top of my list, but no, I think he's American. And I did, I think, detect a bit of a Southern twang. Uh-huh. I'm going to say, because that's the only one that really springs to mind, is that one where he's like he's a bootlegger during Prohibition and the one where he was fighting with Shia LaBeouf. I don't remember the name of it. Uh, no, that is the incorrect answer. Would it surprise you to hear that Mr. Hardy was Oscar nominated for that guy? Uh, you know, what? I was actually about to come in with what I thought it was the second thing. Because the only other time where he's done that, I think, is uh, The Revenant. <laughs> Congratulations, yes. And it, what he was saying, I have no idea. And an Oscar nomination to <laughs> you. And the Oscar goes to. <laughs> okay, so that was uh, the first one. The second one is a little easier. All right, here we go. What the fuck are you looking at? You're laughing, aren't you? Laughing at my predicament? A familiar predicament to a man like you, wasn't it, Dad? You think, look, there he is, like father, like son. That's the man I made. What is it they say? The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. 
Well, that's where you're wrong. You listen to me, you fucking piece of waddly shit. I want you to watch. What you- what is he doing an Indian accent? <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> it sounds a bit like, what is that? Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't even know where that accent was from. I thought he was doing an Indian accent to begin with. Is that like an outtake from Locke where he just went mental that I missed? Well, you got the film correct. What this is. Is that Locke? That is really? Locke. Well, it's Locke. It's a quote from Locke. But this is an American. Um, accent specialist on youtube who has recreated four minutes of tom hardy doing his welsh accent (laughs) and it's him saying he goes oh the welsh accent is difficult but i have perfected it and here is the evidence i would pull up in your eyes and kingdom mud and worms and shit out of your years just for duration this fucking journey because it's me driving me, not you. And then, like you, I would drive straight to the place where I should be, and I'd be there to take care of my fuck up. I mean, uh, it goes Scottish. He goes a bad accent specialist. <laughs> he's a chance. Oh, I think. Uh, oh yeah, the apple never falls far from the tree. <laughs> it's sort of at, at times it was uh, flirting with. Uh, Cordell, uh, <laughs> it was flirting with going into Mason from Hannibal there. Yep, he went all over the place. He went to India, he went to Scotland, gets quite Scottish. It's a little bit of uh, Sean Connery. <laughs> Strangely Scottish, <laughs> yes. A bit Northern Irish as well. It's absolutely insane. I grew up in Cardiff, but originally from Swansea. Well, let me educate you, even no matter what the situation is. <laughs> No matter why you got Italian, huh? You want the pizza with the pasta? <laughs> Let me educate you on this situation, how we do this kind of thing in the Wales. <laughs> uh, wow. That is an um, accent specialist, you say? He does a full four minutes <laughs> of that, just traveling around the globe oh. with his nonsense. Wow. I mean, I'm guessing he's self self-proclaimed accent special yeah we will have more <laughs> you can't do that that's a red herring that wasn't even real hardy which is why i was completely stumped <laughs> there it is another stunning broadcast worthy of the bbc itself we've tinkered with cigar and we've listened closely to hardy and next week we will return to the actor battle that gave birth to this entire enterprise with Mel Gibson versus Keanu Reeves, a battle for the ages. So that's it for me and from him. Take care out there.